the Boys of Tech with Edwin Herman and friends. This is the Boys of Tech, episode 273, for the week commencing Monday the 28th of April 2014. Or if you're in the United States, that would be April 28, 2014. My name is Edwin Herman. I'm here in the studio in Wellington, also in Wellington, but joining me over a Skype connection, a particularly bad one, I think, uh, at this point in time, is my co-host, Brett King. Welcome to the show, Brett. Howdy. Hey, uh, look, you're sounding all right now, but oh man, the the uh, the connection wasn't so good just a minute ago. Yes, internet has been quite unreliable. <laughs> well, you're not unreliable. Cons- it's not consistently unreliable. It's sporadically unreliable. Well, that's the worst kind. And yeah, certain things are worse than others. For instance, uh, this afternoon. I updated the virus definitions. My my virus antivirus software updated its definitions. A grand total of forty two megabytes worth of update file. How many? Forty two meg. Forty two meg update file. It's not bad. Yeah, that's all right. And it took over half an hour for it to download. Whoa. How many how many fractions of a bit per second is that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like I'm supposed to have broadband here, but my broadband is not very broad. It's mm. more dial-up for certain things, such as updating things. Whereas the internet, you know, well, well internet, I use that in the modern colloquial usage of the World, the World Wide, Wide Web. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, that's the right. The World Wide Web runs fine. You know, I think it's funny. The internet is fine. Anything mm. else that is direct connections or <laughs> updates is slow as molasses. That's and very strange. the internet just itself intermittently cuts out. So Oh, great. So you might intermittently cut out from this show. Entirely possible. Oh, great. Well, with a bit of uh, smart editing, people won't even know you're gone. Look at that. <laughs> See, in fact, you disappeared three times already and they didn't know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> No, you didn't. Um, I'm joking, of course. Anyway, Brett, well, look, let's uh, let's see how the internet connection holds out for the show. But in fact, it's going to be a quick show anyway. I've only got two stories that I, I brought to the table this week. And they are the Loch Ness Monster spotted, or something that people think is a Loch Ness Monster, spotted in Apple Maps. Subsequently, we've had people come and say, come out and say, well, actually, no, it's not a Loch Ness Monster. All you're seeing is a ghosted image of a ship or some boat. Yeah, it's a boat and a boat wakes, obvious. Well, you see, the <laughs> thing is, let, let, people, let me explain for people who haven't seen the images. The original image that was found... The original image looks like a boat wake. Well, hang on a sec. But, but, but wait, wait, though. It looks like... A boat wake. A... <laughs> 
it's obvious. It looks like a, a, an anybody ob- who has seen any satellite imagery <laughs> can see that that's a boat wake. It looks like what could be a boat wake or, or some other object, but it's been it's ghosted. It's almost like there's a, a sort of a another transparent layer of sea on top, making it look like it's something underwater. Now the reason we believe this is the case is that it's to do when Apple Maps had stitched the various images together to form one seamless global you know, view of the world. It's been made up of two different images, one where there was a boat passing, one where there wasn't, and where it's obviously, near, I'm guessing it's near the stitch line and has been blurred or you know, overlaid, if you like, to try and create smooth seams in the images. Yeah. Having said that, Brett... It's still obvious can, it can you, like a boat wake. Well, okay, you've answered my question. I was, <laughs> I was going to ask you, can you see how someone might think this is some giant No, because I, I saw the story, I saw the headline, I was going, oh, this could be an interesting look. I wonder what this picture looks like. I looked at it and I go, that's a boat wake. So it doesn't look like something. And then I read it and it was like, yes, that's a boat wake. <laughs> it looks like a boat wake. It looks like pretty much any other boat wake that you see either on satellite imagery or on pictures of boats moving through the water. Okay, just to play devil's advocate the only, here then, the only what, what makes you... Is this one is got a, yes, a an overlay thing. of pictures. Yeah. Okay, so Brett, so it, what more, makes you it's so... Less, it's less a, it would be less a picture of the Loch Ness Monster because it's got absolutely no features that are common to Loch Ness Monster sightings other than a wake and anything moving through the water produces a wake. But, you know, it could have been better explained as a picture of a ghost ship. It's the Flying Dutchman taking a Scottish holiday. <laughs> uh, look, but Brett, what makes you so sure that it is just a boat wake? Like, what, what if it's something under the water? It wouldn't be making surface wake like that. That is surface wake. It's obvious. But it looks like it's surface underwater, wake. doesn't it? Where it looks like it's very faint or possibly a blue-coloured boat at first glance, but because it is stitched over, it's obviously it's a, it's a wake. It's a surface wake. You don't get that sort of movement whatsoever underwater. There's no so the, air to cause that foaming, that whitening. Well, see, the thing I'm not sure about, <laughs> here's the thing I'm not sure about. There's the, uh, Someone's published an image of, uh, a sort of a composite image of the original, what you see on Apple Maps. Yeah. They've also published beside that an image of a boat that was obviously taken, like the raw the raw image that, that was, was taken of this boat before it was superimposed with with water to make make it look like some underwater feature. And then they've created a third one that is basically an animated GIF that fades between the two. The thing I don't quite get, though, is if it is that boat... That boat is taken next to land. This thing is nowhere near land. Well, no. What It's not the same image, Edwin. If you look at it and look at what they're talking about, it is the picture of what they think is the same boat earlier. Oh, I see. Okay. And therefore in a different location. Yeah, it's in a completely different location. They're just overlaying the two of them going, this is the boat we think is in the Apple picture from the Apple Maps down here earlier while it was up north and then they overlaid the two of them of the boat and the wake it was causing to show you that they match very closely it's not the environment they're currently in it is the fact that the shape and wake patterns of that boat corresponds to the translucent image 
that has caused the controversy. <laughs> well, it certainly created a bit of a, a flurry on the internet. A lot of people linking to the story and talking about it and people trying to determine what it is. A lot of people saying it's nothing more than just a boat wake. And yes, it does look a bit sort of submerged, but but they've recognised it as a boat wake. Others have said, no, no, I'm convinced it's some giant object underwater, some 20 metre object, perhaps the so-called Loch Ness Monster or something. And there's been a lot of talk about it, really. It's 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 amazing. <laughs> one yeah, one oh person finds God. an image. Which so when are we going to get some of those, you know, coming back to the, the pictures of the, the, the earth-eating flies and other such insects that have been discovered through the different mapping programs? The what? Explain that one to me. Oh, you know, there are entire websites based on graphical artifacts or funny things found on Google Maps from satellite imagery. Oh, okay. And and some of them are insects that would be, in comparison, the size of Wellington. (laughs) But they are, in fact, an insect that has been squished in the scanner that was using to scan the different things or insects over top of that have been flying past the cameras in aircraft oh, I see. for doing yeah. those sorts mm. of things. So there's things massively out of scale insects all over the place. i got to go check out that page. That sounds like a lot of, <laughs> a lot of fun. Quite a few pages on, on weird graphical things that have been found in Google Maps. I have seen some cool snaps <laughs> in, in uh, satellite imagery like where you see a plane flying, you know, from above. Mm. It's kind of cool. It looks quite nice. Yeah. And then, of course, there's been all those other ones we've talked about, like the donkey being run over, which turned out it wasn't. Uh, what else was there? There were some other ones. Uh, it's, it's, a, a, indeed. It's a girl, all... I think a girl do- lying down as if she's dead. Of course, she's not dead, but she was, I think, playing a prank or something. Remember we talked about that one as well? Yeah, yeah. I also recently saw one where there is a uh, something on Google Street View where there's, uh, if you go past a certain... Oh, I can't remember where it is. It's in somewhere in America, <laughs> as most of these things generally end up being, except for the donkey. But it's a um, a, a cul-de-sac where there's a guy mooning the camera. Oh, is that right? Yeah. <laughs> so you can see a guy. So he's, he's obviously you spotted. Can see a guy's the, butt. Yeah. So he's obviously spotted the Google car branded, you know, coming up the road, and thought, well, you know, I'll have a bit of. Fun, a bit of fun, yeah. <laughs> and yeah, away he goes. All right, Brett. Look, so this so, is yeah. There's all so, kinds of weird stuff like that all over the place, and there's those, you know, um, <clears throat> living art installation sorts of things for when the Google van goes past. Are there certain neighbourhoods in other cities around the world where they've like done performance things? Oh yeah, I read there, something about that a, a while ago. You know, yeah. be yeah. A, a garage band playing at a garage. It looks like somebody's climbing out of a. a a house with tied together bed sheets. Didn't they do that in Europe people somewhere? People doing stuff. Yeah, yeah, I think it was somewhere in several Europe. Several all over the place. Right, okay. Of as yeah. the Google Street View car is driving down a particular street, there's a whole heap of random things happening along that street. Well, anyway, Brett, this thing, this monster, right, is not the lot next monster captured on Apple Maps, right? No, no, it's 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 a boat. <laughs> <laughs> it's a boat. All right, so we can relax. <laughs> Unless... Unless it is Loch Ness Monster who has camouflaged itself as a boat. 
it wears a boat <laughs> on its head so that nobody can tell. Because it's getting a lot harder for it to hide now with, the, you know, sonar, satellite imagery, all the different, all well, look, the different Brent, cameras what, what and make, things which are watching Loch Ness. What, what do you make of those, especially that famous photo, of, was it back in 1932, was it? That famous photo of Loch Ness supposedly sticking out of the water. How do you, now, I'm not saying there is a Loch Ness monster, but I'm at a loss as to how to explain those sorts of images. Are, are they fakes? Well, it's a lot easier to, f- <laughs> the further back you go, the easier it is to fake. Isn't it easier now, though? No. So it was way easier back in the day with those old cameras because they were such bad quality to begin with. Oh, I see. Mm. An appropriate smudge or light defect in the camera box and you can produce some all kinds of weird things. Pictures of ghosts and that sort of stuff, all done by the fact that the, you know, the the camera technology of the day was not very good. Nowadays, you do all of that sort of stuff digitally, but it's quite easy to tell when something's a digital fake. Mm, there are some telltale signs, and there's a whole field of forensics there yeah, where, a whole where field they're looking forensics, to looking at um, altered images, digital mm. image manipulation. Yeah, yeah that's right. Mm. So it's a lot harder. <laughs> to get away with something like that now than it was in the past. It's a lot easier to make something that looks respectable now, but it's a lot easier to determine that it is actually a fake. Mm, mm. Whereas in okay. the past, where the technology itself was incredibly crude, it was a lot easier to get away with. Mm. All right, Brett, then on to our second and last story then. I saw a blog post from a guy by the name of Sean Byrne in Ireland and he noticed that he, when he was syncing with the Microsoft OneDrive for Business, he, he's obviously got a, a Microsoft OneDrive for Business account, and he was synchronizing some files, and they just it was in this endless loop. It kept synchronizing, kept synchronizing, even though he had not made any changes to the file. So he started trying to figure out why does it keep trying to resync this file. And then he decided to do a bit of investigation. He ran some MD5 checksums on the file and he noticed that what was in the OneDrive cloud was different to what he had on his desktop. And then he thought, well, how can that be? Because he hasn't modified the file. And after a little bit more poking and prodding, he discovered what appears to be code being injected into certain files by apparently Microsoft when it's uploaded to OneDrive for Business. And to give you an example, he's created some simple PHP and HTML files and uploaded those, and sure enough, when he pulled them back down, there's some extra code in there, things like XML, NS, colon, MSC, equals, blah, blah, blah. You've probably seen that sort of stuff when you create a web page in Word and go save as, you, that, that kind of stuff. <laughs> yes. Yeah, and all that sort of, you know, those MSO colon tags. If you, yeah. if you know what I'm talking about, you'll um, this will make sense. And so, I guess, here's the thing, Brett. When you have a cloud storage system, don't you expect that when you upload a file, it is the same byte for byte when you pull it back down? Precisely. That is what you are supposed to, well, that is what you expect, and that is what is supposed to be delivered. They are maintaining your file and the integrity of that file. If they are injecting their own code, into your file, that means your file is no longer your file. Your file's integrity has been breached. You can no longer 
claim that that file is the same as the file that you had. So it's this is a massive, massive breach of trust. Yeah, I know. I'm, I'm actually gobsmacked, really, to be it, quite it, honest. Pretty but much. It, this it's this hard story to supports everything that I have ever said in any of our cloud storage discussions. <laughs> <laughs> about you are trusting a company with your files and you have certain expectations, but that does not mean that it's going <laughs> to, that they aren't going to change and they're not going to be fiddled with at some point. And this is a blatant example, a glaringly obvious example where your files stored in this cloud are being altered and in some cases being altered in such a way where the individual file could be identified with an individual account and client. Yeah, that's right. That w- it's, you're absolutely right there. So this I'm, I'm, is showing I'm that the cloud is not the secure business place that everybody seems to think it is. Yeah. No, you're it right. Is a place I, where no, you no still have to be aware of your security and your risk. Look, I would love to see. <laughs> I would love to see, Brett, what Microsoft has to say about this. Because I, I would love to see what Microsoft has to say about this. Because this basically shoots OneDrive for business in the head. Yeah. No business is going to want to use this when they cannot guarantee the integrity of their files. Exactly. And it just goes to show if you can use any cloud storage, you want to pre-encrypt your stuff. And interestingly, Brett, this apparently does not happen on OneDrive, you know, the ordinary OneDrive. But it is happening on OneDrive for business. So, uh, look, it's it's really bizarre. Maybe it's because of the really tight integration with OneDrive for business and Office 365. Yeah, maybe, maybe something in there because yeah. everything that is being well, all of the examples of insertions are all things to do with um, uh, Microsoft Office, Office yeah. Information yep. Yep. in those different files. So perhaps it is adapting what it's receiving, going, oh, this is a, a Microsoft Office file type. I will adapt it so that it works with the Office 365 better. But that is not what it should ever do. Because that is changing the integrity. I almost can't believe this. I, you it know, is, it, it's it is a huge, huge foul up. They may. Oh yeah. Somebody was not talking to the even the you know the PR department. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. PR has been going on about how their OneDrive for Business complies with all of the industry standards and all of the all of the you know privacy things and and yeah and. <laughs> and it doesn't because it fails in integrity. <laughs> right here, we have proof from the, this this person's um, this experience that it is not providing mm. proper integrity, which means that it is not providing proper confidentiality. So you cannot be sure that this sort of thing doesn't happen on others as mm. well. No, it is circumstantial evidence. We haven't had confirmation from Microsoft themselves saying, yes, that, that is us doing that. But everything at this stage points to that. And, 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 it's, and it, is, it is shocking and should not happen. And yes, exactly. they need to fix that pretty damn fast if they want to keep OneDrive for business as a viable option for businesses to use. Mm, and a trustworthy option. And a trustworthy option, exactly. Mm. This is a massive kick in the pants for trust. Wow, there you go. Because you cannot trust <laughs> that your document that you push up there is going to be the same document that you pull down again. 
because if it is an office document at the moment, it's going to have something else inserted into it, which, you know, malicious use or not, is means that your file is not the same file that you originally had. So even for audit trails, that means that it's not a viable option because it modifies it in, you know, it's not a true record of what you had. Now, you see, what I'm not sure is whether it's actually modifying the file or simply whenever the the file is called on the fly, it throws that in as it's streaming it down to you. So I guess what I'm saying, I mean, I know, I know the end, way, end result is... Either way, it's still modifying is, the file. Well, well... Because well, if, you've, if, if, you've, if you've streamed that down, you know, synchronised that down to you, your document is no longer the document that you originally put up. Well, yeah, if it's gone back, yeah, you're right. Exactly. Mm. So whichever, it doesn't matter which direction this piece of insertion is happening, the fact that it's happening completely destroys the integrity of that document. Mm. Well, there we have it. Uh, let's wait and see what happens over the, over this week, actually, and see whether we get a, a response from Microsoft. Yeah, because I, no, I nothing, really I've heard see nothing what is Microsoft's yet. response is going to be to this, because this is a this is has serious repercussions for business use of OneDrive for business. Well, I bet the PR department was working overtime this weekend. Well, you would hope so, because <laughs> this is this is huge. Yeah, it and is. Mm. Will be a well, it'll be a valid test of, of our argument that we had a, a couple of weeks ago over whether you know how a big business and their goodwill <laughs> survives. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yes, let's, <laughs> let's see how what happens. Can they stay afloat, we, we, or is we this going to be I predict that the PR that comes out of this will be a, a correction to this, and it will then all blow over because we will go back to, to status quo. <laughs> well, let's see. Well, the the, the big but question is the big the 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 big thing will be that it gets fixed. Well, that yeah, this that's no the thing. Happens. Yeah, well, that's the thing because I mean the big question is 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 it going to get fixed or are they simply going to say, well, this is what we do, lump it or leave it, and, and that's really kind of what you you are what you're saying the other day that that big companies can get away with that. Yeah, so, but this is this is not just a a lump it or leave it for a single customers impact this is a this is a this affects everybody every user of the service so this is something that they will rectify they will do something about it this this will not be something that they lump it or leave it because lump it or leave it will mean nobody will use it businesses will leave it (laughs) i just realized we've been saying that saying all wrong it's like it or lump it yeah I was thinking as I said it, that doesn't sound right. What yep. am I saying wrong? <laughs> lump it or leave it. That's kind of like the same thing. Love it or leave it. <laughs> like it or lump it. Like it or lump it, love it or leave it. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's, that's right. We were kind of mixed two, two in there. Yeah. And you know, <laughs> just takes one person to get it wrong in the middle of, uh, of context and nobody else is going to notice that it's wrong because <laughs> nobody is – paying attention to the language used. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Did anyone else notice out there? Let us know. Because anyway. <laughs> we all knew what the meaning was. We did. We did. Okay, Brett, um, I'm not going to go and re-record that and put this in the bloopers. This the whole thing can stay in there and there we have it. And, Brett, on that note, I think I'm going to end the show. Uh, that was uh, That was it.
That was short. Those we were the two main stories. Hopefully on the Microsoft situation with their OneDrive business. Yeah, I want to see what they have to say. Indeed, mm. but if you are a business currently using one, but OneDrive for business, I'd have a look at your files if I were you. Mm, exactly. All right, Brett. Well, look, thank you very much for co-hosting. Always pleasure. All right, we'll do it again next time. And uh, as usual, until then, I'm going to wish everyone a good week and I hope to catch you next time. See you later. Goodbye. Ciao.